We are at war. We're at a political and ideological war. You can say anything else you want about it, but we're at war. We've allowed the progressive left through the building of the administrative state over the last 50 or 60 years and making it impervious to elections to build an authoritarian state that is now merged with big tech and big media and big pharma to form a Chinese communist model of an authoritarian state. That's what we have. Our responsibility, our duty, our mandate, our destiny in this time in history is quite simple. We have to take that on and take it apart brick by brick and don't think it's going to be easy. The easiest victories we've had are behind us. The easiest things we've done are behind us. They are going to come after you like they came after Kerry Lake and they came after Mike Lindell. Okay, if you are at the forefront of this movement, look at what they're doing to President Trump. They understand they can't beat him at the ballot box. They can't beat his energy. They can't beat his vision. They're coming after him with a death by a thousand cuts legally, right? They're trying to put him in jail to make sure he cannot run again in 2024 and be the rightful president he should be right now. Welcome, you're in the war room. It's Tuesday, 9 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, and uh, there are, you know, no conspiracies, but no coincidences. This is the yesterday and today, the anniversary of Richard Nixon resigning his presidency, which they timed this all around. Okay, today, that was my speech at CPAC on Friday night. And like I said, this thing is not that difficult to think through. You know exactly what they're going to do. So today we've lined up nothing but killers, people born for this fight. We have Ambassador Rick Grinnell. Congressman Matt Gates, Miranda Devine from the New York Post. We have Matt Schlapp from CPAC, Russ Vote, Peter Navarro, Steve Cortez, the great Joe Kent, uh, also Boris Epstein, and many others. Today at 5 o'clock, we're going to have Carrie Lake tee off. We're going to have a whole new group at 5 and at 6. I want to start with Congressman Matt Gates joins us by phone. Congressman Gates, give us your assessment of what went down yesterday and where do we stand this morning, sir? Well, they couldn't beat Trump at the ballot box in 2016, so they tried with impeachment and the witness box. That failed, so then they ran to the mailbox in the 2020 election, and now they've literally shown up at President Trump's home to take his boxes. This was not law enforcement activity, Steve. This was a performance. It was a political performance. Over 30 FBI agents, heavily armed. The circle around President Trump's beautiful American flag at Mar-a-Lago, filled up with black SUVs. They rented a rider truck so that people with guns could jump out of the back of it. There was even a tense standoff at the beginning of this raid because there were folks with the Secret Service who were wondering whether or not there even was a warrant. When lawyers began asking if they could see the warrant, there was initially reticence on the part of the FBI to, to even show it. They just wanted to storm the place like the East German Stasi. You know, th this is, uh, in my opinion, the most defining moment of the Joe Biden presidency. Before this, it would have been Afghanistan, but other American presidents have failed withdrawals. Here, you have something no other American president has ever done. It is laughable, the reports out of the White House, that they were not involved in this decision. Of course they were, and here's why. The Democrats have got their polling back on the Inflation Reduction Act, and they know it's a total zero. At the same time, they see that we are closing in on Hunter Biden with all of the records we already have from the laptop, 
and they see the political winds at our back where we're going to be able to pull those investigative threads with subpoena power, with in-depth depositions, with all of the investigative tools we would have in the majority that we don't have now. They see that President Trump has a job approval in the 80s right now about to announce his campaign. And so they're trying to create this, this air of criminality around him, uh, but I really don't think it'll work. So if that's the diagnosis, my assessment is the antidote has to be not one more damn penny for this administrative state that has been weaponized against our people in a very fascist way. You know, they want to, uh, you know, ensure that they centralize this power. And so it's my perspective that, you know, if they want to limit the choices of voters with this performative activity, then we ought to limit the resources that they have to be able to execute on it. I have never seen a coalescing of the Republicans like I've seen over the last 24 hours. I mean, you've got people who don't even like Trump, like Asa Hutchinson, the governor of Arkansas, people all over this country. I've had so many moderates and centrists in the Congress texting me saying, we are ready for this battle. Let us put on the armor of God and go fight. So th this is a terrible day for America. It's a terrible day for Joe Biden. But I actually think, Steve, we're going to look back at this as a galvanizing moment for our movement, because now we see clearly what the fight is and what we have to do about it. Matt, Matt, hang on for one second. Do I have Ambassador Grinnell ready? Let's go to, uh, I want to bring in Ambassador Grinnell for just a minute, uh, Congressman Gates. Uh, Ambassador Grinnell, can we have your, you're one of the closest uh, senior people to President Trump. You've been in many of the fights with us. Give us your perspective, sir. Well, he's stronger this morning. There's no question about it. I agree with Matt there. People are seeing this very clearly. Uh, I, I think that, um, you know, when you look across the spectrum of the United States, first and second generation Americans, which traditionally have not voted for Republicans, have overwhelmingly raised their voice of concern. They're like the canaries in the coal mine. First and second generation Americans are seeing what is happening to this country and coming over to conservative principles and voting Republican like never before. They understand this because they left fascism and totalitarianism. They know this. Steve, I worked at the State Department for 11 years, as you know, and when we see this type of political prosecution going against your political enemies to try to get them to not run, we usually put it in the human rights report. We condemn it at the State Department. We call it out. Sometimes these other countries suffer in their relationship with the United States. I never thought that I would see this in America, but this is happening. And, and I think very clearly, I see very clearly that Americans across the spectrum, left, right, and center, are very concerned at the authoritarianism of this left-wing administration. And this is a terrible precedent for people like Susan Rice, for people like Ron Klain. They have to be looking at this and saying, this is a, a terrible precedent. Um, I, I hope that we can dial this back somehow, uh, but, but make no mistake, uh, conservatives, Republicans, Trump supporters, they are all totally focused. They're geared up. I'll, I'll finish with this. You're listening to War Room right now. Gone is the day where you get to just listen to a whole bunch of other people talk about fighting. If you are not gearing up to fight yourself, 
bring your strong voice to social media. Maybe you have to write a bigger check, but every single person listening to this uh, War Room broadcast right now has to ask themselves on a daily basis, what are you doing to save this country? It is no longer appropriate to sit back and hope that someone else does something. That's perfect. That's why I wanted to have this uh, with the the people we have on today or the leaders of this fight, but we're all in this fight. That's what this is an activist show. Uh, I want everybody. We're going to talk about that in a little while, but Ambassador Grinnell is right. Before I go back to Congressman Gates, Ambassador, you were selected. You've 11 years in the State Department. You were selected by Trump to be Ambassador of Germany, and then he brought you back. One of the things you did, you were the interim head, the director of national intelligence. I think one of the things that are most shocking to the average citizen is to see the FBI and the national security state do this. What, what, what's your perspective? I mean, what, what, the, we talk about the administrative state. You just heard Congressman Gates give the details of actually storming Mar-a-Lago, the president's historic winter address that is just so iconic throughout the globe. And, and, and given the fact that you've been in the apparatus, how could they even thinking, how could they even think to do this, sir? Well, it's clearly to me through my experience at DNI that uh, this is about the leadership of the FBI and DOJ. Um, I have too much experience with trying to declassify or unredact information that I was told originally was, uh, you know, redacted by FBI agents. And when I sought out who those particular people were and I went and I looked them in the eye and I said, why did you classify this? Why is it redacted? Why do you think this is a source or a method? They looked at me and said, actually, I don't believe that even though my name is on it, my bosses did that. That was done at a higher level. And that's what really empowered me to say uh, that we have a lot of FBI agents who actually are uncomfortable with the leadership and we have to hold the leadership accountable. This is America. Chris Ray needs to be hauled in front of Congress. I'm tired of Congress talking a big game. They've got to haul these people in and use every single tool that they have to put them in a position where they're answering these questions. And maybe it, we're at the point where we have to start impeaching people. But, you know, I see Steve on the left, a whole bunch of people who are saying, you know, this is justice, this is uh, the American system working. And what they miss, and I think it's very clear, what they are missing is the multiple examples of lies that the security state and the DOJ have pushed. I mean, look no further than the FISA warrant that they all were convinced was the truth that turned out to be totally phony and they missed it. Look at the Russian collusion. Look what they've done on Hunter Biden's laptop with big tech completely shutting down anyone that talks about this. What we have a problem in Washington with is the state bureaucracy, big tech, big corporations is trying to Crush dissenting voices, and that. Before I go back exact- to yeah, look, before I go back to Gates for a second, you you don't believe you just said you don't think this went all the way up to the White House. You don't believe the Chief of Staff Ron Klain had to sign off on this. You think you believe that Merrick Garland was Merrick Garland did not inform the White House and did not go to Ron Klain with at least a heads up or a hey, you got to sign off on this. So there's no question that there was no sign off. They would keep the White House away from this move. Uh, but it depends on what you call um, inform. You, you, you worked at the White House, Steve. 
you know how these things work. Uh, do you do you know about it? Um, is one thing, but did you sign off formally? Is quite another. Congressman Gates, let me bring you in here. I got a lot to do. The whistleblower, I'm going to ask you to hold through the next break. But your assessment was this at Merrick Garland level? You think Ron Klain level? You think you agree with Ambassador uh, Grinnell that the, the White House would want to stay as far away from this as possible? I agree with Ambassador Grinnell on most things, but not this one. I do not believe that the Justice Department would feel the agency to define the entire presidency of Joe Biden in such a severe and striking way uh, without getting permission. Uh, you know, I've often joked that Joe Biden is captive to the Venezuela wing of the Democratic Party. But when you crush your people with inflation and then investigate your political opponents and raid their homes, you are truly enabling the Venezuelification of the United States of America. I mean, you know, carjackings in city centers at broad daylight and raids on your political opponents, that's behavior we're used to seeing in the poorest and most desperate countries in the world. And now we are seeing those things in our United States of America. And, you know, Rick Rennell did make a terrific point about how this is going to be viewed around the world. And one question I would have for Ambassador Grinnell is, will we see this, this terrible action by the Biden administration used by other fascist totalitarian regimes to justify political violence and suppression of dissent? How could you not see Xi or Putin or, any, or Maduro or anyone else saying, well, gosh, yeah, of course I'm investigating someone who might run against me. Of course I'm you know, using law enforcement for political enforcement, uh, because that's what we see Joe Biden doing in the United States of America. Uh, Grinnell made another great point about the fact that there are some good people in these agencies. I know yes. that there are war room watchers who are in the FBI and DOJ, and they hate what they are seeing to their agency. And I'm telling you, Steve, the, the explosion of whistleblower activity we are seeing right now is unprecedented in the history of Congress, and it is only accelerating. Ambassador Grinnell, could you hold for a few minutes through the break? I, I've got a couple more questions we want to get, get into you. Ambassador Rick Grinnell. Uh, joins us also Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates by phone. We're also going to have Miranda Devine, the investigative columnist for the New York Post, who join us uh, shortly. She's doing a hit. She'll come on over at Fox Business. She'll be with us uh, shortly. Matt Schlapp, Russ Vogt, Boris Epstein, Steve Cortez, Dr. Peter Navarro, Joe Kent. Carrie Lake will be up at 5 o'clock today. Absolutely packed. Ambassador Rick Grinnell, Congressman Matt Gates in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It's Tuesday, 9 August, year of our Lord, 2022. A day that will live in infamy was yesterday, the 8th of August, uh, at Mar-a-Lago, an FBI raid on the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I want to go back to Ambassador Grinnell. Ambassador, there was a big outpouring. There's a news story up on uh, Creative Destruction Media, El Todd Wood and the team, about an outrage of the Hispanic and Cuban community in South Florida from what they saw, talking about, you know, this reminds them of what they've escaped from. What's your sense of how this is going to play out, Ambassador Grinnell? Is this going to be a unifying uh, moment uh, for all the conservatives, the MAGA movement and the Republicans, as you see it? Not only conservatives and Republicans, but all first and second generation Americans. You look, we got a problem in this country with fifth, sixth, seventh generation white liberals who frankly haven't traveled the world enough. They don't understand that America is the greatest place because we have a balanced uh, judicial system. And when first and second generation Americans see this, but, but let's be clear, Steve, this is not the first time. This is putting a lot more people over the edge. But I've seen when in my travels around this country, first and second generation Americans who five, six, seven months ago were watching and seeing this tipping point. They were watching as big tech shut down dissenting voices. And that's what's happening. If you are a dissenting voice, you are being shut down. You know, when I was a young kid, my dad used to say, shut up and sit down and listen. You might learn something. And I think that's what we have to say to these fifth, sixth, seventh generation white liberals who have taught their kids to put their fingers in their ear and run out of the room when they hear something they don't like. And so what we saw yesterday was a culmination of the uh, deep state coming together and literally pretending like dissenting voices don't exist or needing to be crushed. And that's scary. And I, and I see this around the world in my travels around the world. I've been hearing warnings from uh, heads of state, from people in government, from uh, literally other countries that you would be surprised saying, what is happening in America? So I do think that this is a unifying moment, but it's a culmination of what's been happening during the Biden administration. The left is crushing dissent. Ambassador, you talked about getting involved. We know what you're trying to do in Turnaround California. Can you give your website? How do people get engaged right now? We've got to take the great state of California back under your leadership. Uh, how do people get involved? Where do they go? Thanks, Steve. It's fixcalifornia.com. It's going to take us five years. I've been very blunt with people to say this is not going to happen overnight, but we are fighting. Go to fixcalifornia.com. Get a little money. Give us money, but get involved. Ambassador, what's your social media? Because people are going to want to follow you today or the next couple of days with this. Uh, what's going on? It's at Richard Grinnell on Instagram and Twitter and at Grinnell on Truth. 
Okay, we've got, thank you very much, Ambassador. We have uh, Congressman Matt Gates and Miranda Devine. I'm going to ask Congressman Gates just to hold for a minute. He joins us by phone. We're going to bring in Miranda Devine. Miranda, can you give us updates? You've always been at the cutting edge of this and the, and the outrage. Can you give us any updates you know about the raid itself and any of the details? I think pre- people are pretty stunned. Could this? How could this possibly be about this archives fight that President Trump appears to have been having for you know since he left the White House? Is is that what this is really about, uh, Miranda Devine? Well, that's certainly what uh, someone at the FBI or DOJ leaked to last night to the New York Times that it was just about these presidential records. But that seems odd, considering that uh, the the boxes that were packed up from. Um, the White House were packed up by um, the GSA. They have been in a locked room at Mar-a-Lago. Um, President Trump's uh, lawyer, Eric Corcoran, has been basically cooperating with the FBI. The FBI came out a couple of months ago and had a look uh, at those records and had free reign to do what they liked with them. So um, if this is the case, they have had to convince a judge in Florida that um, on Friday when this sealed search warrant was signed, uh, they've had to convince him that there is some predicate, some excuse um, for this raid, uh, why they can't just keep cooperating like they did with uh, so many other people, for instance, Hillary Clinton, uh, over the same issue. I mean, it really is extraordinary that uh, the Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, Ron Klain, you would expect in the White House, uh, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, would have all had to sign off on this uh, to take this unprecedented move, a uh, very political move, to raid the home of a former president and who is likely to be the 2024 presidential candidate. Um, that is as political as it gets right before the midterms. Um, and to, to make those decisions, uh, they have put the reputation of the FBI on the line as if it wasn't already bad enough. I just want to make sure, because I'm going to go back to Gates, because Ambassador Grinnell maybe disagreed a bit. Do you believe actually, as I do and Gates does, that Ron Klain would have had to have signed off on this and given some acknowledgement that it would have been impossible? This is a bet the Biden presidency move. Ambassador Gates was of the opinion that, hey, the White House, that Merrick Garland would want to keep them totally isolated from this, and he and Ray would have made that decision. Miranda Devine, your thoughts? Well, I mean, maybe that's the case, but I doubt very much that uh, the White House wasn't aware of what was going on. Um, They would have at least been given the heads up. Uh, We know that um, this search warrant um, was signed on Friday and Christopher Wray appeared before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday, gave that really unsatisfactory, disingenuous testimony uh, when there were questions, bipartisan questions about deep concerns with the FBI's performance and corruption, whistleblowers telling uh, Chuck Grasley about um, agents burying the Hunter Biden material in October 2020, pretending, dismissing it as Russian disinformation, when we know that the DNI at the time, John Ratcliffe, when the Attorney General at the time, Bill Barr, and Christopher Wray himself, and all come out with statements to rebut Adam Schiff's lies that it was Russian disinformation. So inside the FBI, they were working against the stated opinion of, or not opinion, factual statement of their boss, Christopher Wray, and the DNI. Um, So, you know, those questions were incredibly important, 
uh, and others about Larry Nasser and so on. Um, and Chris Ray didn't answer them satisfactorily. And then he cut his performance short at 1.30 uh, with very little notice. Uh, he said he had to, to get somewhere urgent and on his on the FBI's private jet. Chuck Bradley said, well, it's your private jet. Um, why can't you just delay it a little so we can ask a couple more questions? And no, no, that wasn't possible. Chris Ray, it was all very urgent. But when you, you look and see what the trajectory was of the destination of that FBI plane that afternoon, it was to the Adirondacks, uh, which is where uh, Christopher Ray has spent his summers at the family home since he was a child. Matt Gates, uh, Congressman Gates, can you just give us the details again? I mean, the, the, the scale of this thing and the ferocity of it, I don't think the American people really know right yet. And, and, and this is a shocking, whether it's Ron Klain at the White House or just at Merrick Garland. This sounds like a much more of a jackbooted move than they're letting on, particularly given the fact that the lawyer has been in constant discussions with GSA, GSA and uh, the authorities, Matt Gates. Did we lose Congressman Gates? Did it did it drop? Okay, fine. Let's go back to let's go back to Miranda Devine. Uh, Miranda, g d given your knowledge of the details of this, isn't this more jackbooted than just a uh, a GSA move? Than just a move that uh, has you know this? It's a discrepancy, right? They're debating uh, these files. You've got GSA involved. You got the authorities involved. The president's got a top flight uh, team of uh, lawyers. How could they possibly? have signed off on something, and did they actually get a judge to sign off on this? I mean, what federal judge signed off on this thing, a sealed warrant, and then waited over the weekend to do it on Monday, ma'am? It's a judge called Reinhardt who, uh, in Florida who um, used to be um, a USDA in the District of Southern Florida but also um, worked on the Epstein case and then resigned to work for Epstein uh, before in 2018 he was appointed um, as a magistrate judge. Um, so he signed off on it on Friday, but we don't know what the predicate was because it's all sealed. Um, we don't know anything about the warrant. Uh, the FBI has lied before on warrants, uh, as we know with the Carter Page issues. Um, uh, what we know is that um, uh, these documents, these supposed presidential record um, violations uh, that's being alleged, uh, and that the New York Times has been told and others now have had confirmed uh, it was the reason for the raid, um, that that really what the FBI did was they went in there and they cracked open Donald Trump's safe. Uh, they went all over the place, picked up uh, a whole lot of other material, any material that they pick up that might be relevant to, say, the seven other uh, allegations that they're trying to bring against Donald Trump, particularly to do with January 6th. Uh, you know, the slate of electors and so on, um, they can use in other investigations if they picked it up uh, in this warrant. So it just, uh, you know, a lawyer close to this has said it just looks like a fishing expedition. Uh, Miranda, you're, you agree that this is unprecedented, particularly given the fact of the investigations of, of Hunter Biden? I mean, it, it, why would they risk something uh, this dramatic? Yeah, I know. I've been asking that myself. We've been waiting for some sort of outcome from the four-year investigation by the U.S. Attorney David Weiss in Delaware into Hunter Biden and possible uh, tax um, Farah 
and violations and money laundering, uh, also a gun charge in there. Um, that's being delayed in an odd way. We're wondering if it was being slow walked past the midterms. Uh, however, uh, you know, if, if there were an outcome today, a plea deal or something, it would really be buried and, and sort of there'd be a false equivalency drawn to the Donald Trump reign. Yes. Um, and they've been, the Democrats and their influencers have been very busy this week uh, just trying to paint uh, uh, Hunter Biden uh, as a uh, private citizen. Uh, being uh, Miranda, could you, could you just hang on one second? We'll be right back in the war room. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage is all the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to patriotmobile.com. That's all one word, patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action 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 war room pandemic with stephen k bannon the epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide war room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon miranda divine for the new york press miranda i think now more than ever people need to get the book because this is going to be we're going to we got congressman gates and we're bringing you back on in a second this is uh more than ever because Matt Gates is going to talk to us about what's going to happen more than ever, the laptop from hell, regardless of what this phony uh, grand jury and what they're doing to, to cut a deal with him on some taxes. Uh, he's going to be deeply investigated starting in January this year after we sweep with a massive win in, um, in, in November. How do they follow you on social media and how do they get to this to your book? Because your book goes through the details of what America should understand about let's be blunt it's a crime the biden crime family i mean rudy calls it the biden crime family it is a crime family it's disgusting and revolting everything about china becomes clear when you read this everything about just their disgusting behavior to biden you know hunter biden is equivalent to a dog he's just a dog. he lives like an animal he is an animal he lives like an animal it's all in the laptop from hell and people need to watch and they need to then then they can see what biden and his wife are like and what they've raised, which is an animal. He's just nothing but an animal. And yet they have gone and desecrated Mar-a-Lago by doing this, a presidential re residence. The first time in the history of this republic. The first time in and, the history of this look, republic. Yes, ma'am. It's it's really, uh, it's not about Hunter Biden. Um, you know, he's just a pathetic 
and you know crackhead throughout this time it's his father it is the fact that joe biden has been running this influence peddling scheme since his earliest days in delaware he internationalized when he was vice president and put america's national security at risk for a few million dollars basically and he's now president and that's why it's important and it's not just the laptop it's tony bobolinski uh, and all the Treasury Department documents and why Tony Bobolinsky was not called before that grand jury in Delaware is a mystery, except that it would tell you that they didn't really want to get to the truth. Yes, then it's not a mystery. Miranda, how do they get to the book and how are they follow you on social media? So the book's everywhere, Barnes & Noble, uh, you know, Amazon, uh, and I'm on all, all social media as at Miranda Divine. Miranda, thank you very much. The columnist, the investigative reporting columnist from the New York Post, the, the woman who broke the story of the laptop from hell. Miranda, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thanks so much, Steve. We've got Boris Epstein on deck, but I want to go back to Congressman Matt. Do I have Congressman Gates? Do we yeah. work at the tech? Right problem? here, Steve. Uh, Congressman, the, the war room posse is blowing me up this morning to say this thing is beyond outrageous. What are we going to do about it? So I turn to you, who have been at the forefront of this. Tell us what. Tell us what you you nailed it right there. The polling's terrible on their new uh, tax and spend orgy. Uh, they know they're going to get wiped out in November. They've got to take extraordinary efforts. What do you believe? And do you believe that people have the steely resolve to actually set things right here? And, and this is just not about President Trump, but about the police state that is now uh, directed. Uh, by the Biden crime family, sir. What's different today is that we have a unity in the Republican Party showing more willingness to explicitly describe what we will do in power. While I'm frequently a critic of uh, the Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, he put out a very strong statement that indicated a willingness uh, to get to the bottom of this. I also think we, we have to starve this administrative state of resources. Uh, and look, you know, you talked about the laptop with Miranda. What we have are the bad acts of Hunter Biden, the travel records, the payments. But when we actually get the tools of the majority, we're going to be able to connect those bad acts to the decisions in government. For example, Joe Biden dissolved Trump's China initiative at the Department of Justice to actually go after the very malign influence and compromising behavior that the Chinese Communist Party engages in that ensnared the first family in their web. So you cannot evaluate the Mar-a-Lago raid as something separate and independent from the other macro conditions of our politics. They got nothing to run on. They have to scare us about, you know, MAGA being some sort of insurrectionist force. And they realized that the January 6th committee had concluded without having achieved that objective. Right. If if the January 6th committee had offered any significant earth shattering bombshell, if they had altered the political dynamic, I don't know that you would have seen what you saw. Let me make a prediction. Nothing resulting from this raid will result in an indictment or a charge against Donald Trump, because that's not the point. If we're going to catch the signal, not the noise, the signal here is they're trying to put this cloud of potential criminality over the entire America first movement to try to muscle their way through a midterm they're certain to lose because they know what's on the other side of that midterm election. 
they know winter is coming, and they know it'll be Jim Jordan, me, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, uh, with the gavels, wielding subpoenas, calling them in, and getting to the bottom of this. Last question. I know you were critical of leadership on uh, certain members of leadership at CPAC when we had you live. Uh, you mentioned something here, more than just investigations. You, you said, used the phrase starve for resources. Do you believe that you see the steely resolve in leadership that you will actually use the appropriations process and start to, if, if, if behavior is not changed, with all these whistleblowers coming forward, do you actually believe people will use the appropriations process to choke down the Justice Department and to choke down the FBI? We have that momentum today, but we will not keep it uh, without substantial effort by the War Room Posse specifically. We have to continue to drive this message because there will be backsliding. Today, everybody says, dismantle the FBI, shut down the government if we don't get the reforms we need. Dan Bishop, my colleague from North Carolina, said it should literally be busted up and sent all over the country rather than being able to centralize in the most political geography in the world in Washington, D.C., so everyone's saying the right things now. The question is, will we maintain that resolve? And the only way to do that is to win these primary elections. Joe Kent winning on the, on the Western front of the America First battle in Washington 3rd District. That is a huge factor to help us. We've got primaries coming up in Florida. I expect and plan to win mine. Uh, and if we get the right team together, then I think we could keep the leadership on the right track. But you're right. We're critical of McCarthy when he deserves it. But when he puts out a strong statement uh, like he did yesterday, I think he deserves praise for that. Uh, we're about to hop on a conference call, an emergency conference call with all Republicans in about an hour. And what I expect is even the most moderate, even the most weak need of the Republicans now see what is really going on. They see the fight we are in that you outlined in your speech at CPAC. Uh, and that now we're seeing manifest before our very eyes. Congressman, how do people, uh, how do people find out about your campaign, but specifically how they follow you on social media? Uh, folks can go to mattgates.com and sign up for our regular political reports on what's going on uh, at Matt Gates and at Rep Matt Gates on Getter. And folks should also check out my podcast. It's called Firebrand, where we are taking apart the deep state and their secrets. Congressman Gates, thank you for sticking around with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Let's go to Boris Epstein. Boris has been quite busy, so he hasn't been able to join us as frequently as he has in the past. Boris, here's the question. What it, this is all about, I, I highlighted this or previewed it on Friday night at CPAC. I said exactly what was going to happen. They can't beat him at the ballot box. He won in 16. He won again at 20. No doubt. Uh, he's going to have a sweeping when are when is Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States, going to get on with it and announce and let's just stop the games and get on with this thing and go crush these people <laughs> at the at the ballot box in October in November and then uh, in, in 2024. When are we going to get on with it? Steve, an honor to be with you. It's been a couple of days, you know, unusual for me not to talk to you in the posse every day, but it's been busy, as you said, and frankly, busy, you know, even before yesterday, as, uh, you know, as we go through what the Democrats have done, how they've assaulted President Trump, his family, his company, and, and, uh, uh, and others, and of course, the MAGA movement as a whole. And now, Bor this Boris, yesterday. Boris, let me, let me, uh, hang on, hang on, let me ask you something. Matt Gates laid out something the media is not really reporting, 
They came in with a rider truck. They had they were they were up armored. They had weapons. Uh, there was a very jackbooted. Uh, this was not uh, you know as it was as it was at least initially put out. Oh, they were very friendly and there was cooper. You know they they were, they were very cooperative. The, the, this was a jackbooted move. Can you verify that? Is that is that your understanding of what happened? Well, here's my understanding. My understanding is that the Joe Biden's DOJ, Joe Biden's FBI took a completely unnecessary step. There was total cooperation between President Trump, his attorneys, and the relevant agencies. This was completely unnecessary. It's a third world banana republic tactic, and this isn't hyperbole. The the bottom line is, is you know, we are talking about an issue here, which frankly, the president is fully in charge of classifications. The president of the United States decides what is classified, what is unclassified. When He's able to take documents out of the Oval Office as he chooses. That is completely in the purview of the executive branch. The president of the United States is the head of that executive branch. This is nakedly, cravenly, an attempt to intimidate President Trump, his family, and his supporters. That's a there's no there's no two ways about it. And even the fact that the FBI decided to, you know, either through them or somehow else, through whoever it is, to leak the fact that they the, that they were there is an attempt to play games in the media. But it is absolutely blown up in the face of the Democrats because the Republican Party, and not just the Republican Party, but you know, the independents, even the old line liberals, right? The ACLU liberals who are against overreaching government, who are against tyrannical government. They are standing up and saying this is wrong. President Trump is absolutely the height of his popularity, the height of his power now. And hey, as, as we've talked about, when he decides, as, as we hope and expect to run for president, you better believe he's going to absolutely annihilate any primary field there may be, even though there shouldn't even be one, and annihilate whoever, whichever sad candidate the Democrats put forward. And this pathetic it really desperate action yesterday only underscores the strength and the power of President Trump, the MAGA movement, and the war room posse. So this is almost incomprehensible. It's You're, you're telling me that the attorneys were engaged in a process and going back and forth? Of course. Totally. It's been reported. Yes. There was a process. There was a, it, was, it, was, it was cordial. It was cooperative. And, you know, you know the president in, in a lot of ways, it was actually more cooperative than even expected by, you know, by the agencies. And all of a sudden they want to show up on, uh, on Monday morning. And by the way, Stephen, this is an important note. And, and the magistrate judge that signed off on this is not the usual judge who signs off on undertakings like this out of Washington, D.C. They went to a, the, the DOJ FBI, went to a local federal judge, federal judge, but a local magistrate in Florida. And overwhelmed that judge with, I'm sure, all kinds of information, got him to sign off on this uh, third world banana republic raid. That's exactly what it is. They didn't follow even the process they've been following for other undertakings regarding the, you know, regarding the DOJ. They are completely, completely, say, of course, singling out President Trump because they're so desperate to prevent him from running, so desperate to knock down his political power. But in doing so, as we've seen throughout history, when you come at a at a historically strong political figure, and President Trump, maybe the strongest democratic political figure in history in a democratic in a democratic system, when you come at a strong political figure, that blows up in your face, and the political figure gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And our movement is stronger today than it was yesterday. Was stronger yesterday than the day before. Will be stronger tomorrow than it is today. Boris, hang on one second. We'll take a short commercial break. You got it. Boris, step to join us on the other side. 
And you are over Cause we're taking down the CCP Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around... $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that. $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. MyPillow.com, a promo code Worm. Go check it out right now. We got the sales on the slippers. We still have the sales on the sheets. Walmart canceled the, you know, his all the orders for MyPillow uh, products. You can get the classic 1988 pillow there by going to MyPillow.com, promo code Warham. Action, action, action. I want to go back to Boris Epstein. Boris, An- Andy McCarthy's got a, who's no Trump fan, as you know, he's got a big piece in the New York Post this morning saying, don't believe everything you see. It's not about, it has nothing to do with the archives because just like you said, they've already been engaged in this discussion. They're, they're talking about it. He thinks that they're in a fishing expedition for January for six January for January six materials. What what's your, what are your thoughts? It's an intimidation tactic. That's what it is. And and you, you know we don't we have no idea at this point how the DOJ was able to get this warrant from a magistrate judge. What they put on. We do know what they put in the documents. How they convinced the judge. We do know that in the past, especially with FISA. The DOJ has been absolutely not forthcoming. The FBI absolutely lied when it pertains to President Trump and his supporters and those who worked for his campaign. So there's a there's a modus operandi that right there's there's a precedent for the FBI and the DOJ not being forthcoming with the judge. Did they tell the judge that hey, there's been cooperation in this case? Did they tell the judge that there's already been substantive back and forth between the president's lawyers and uh, uh, and the DOJ? If they if they did not, that's mis- that's misrepresentation. And it's very material. So it'll be very interesting to see what information comes out over the next uh, you know, weeks and months. But here's the bottom line. This was a naked, craven attempt to intimidate President Trump, to scare President Trump and the movement, because they're seeing President Trump's strength. 
Look at just this weekend, right? No coincidences, but no conspiracies, but no coincidence. No conspiracies, but no coincidences. Just this weekend at CPAC, President Trump at 69%, you know, the other the the other potential candidates in the 20s. Among Hispanics, President Trump at 81, the others at the, the next ones at 16. President Trump is the irrefutable, undisputed leader of the country, the Republican Party, and the MAGA movement. And of course, the other side is so scared of it. And that's why there's still Trump derangement syndrome is still at its height. Nobody's talking about Joe Biden and the fact that he has COVID for about two years already, right? The guy's been, you know, been, been out with COVID. Now he's you know, hacking up a lung, you know, first day he's back. Nobody's talking about Joe Biden. Nobody's talking about the stagflation bill that they passed this week, which they somehow touted as this big historic thing. Every single news, every single story, every single show is all about President Donald J. Trump because the mainstream media knows he's the most powerful political figure in America. The Democrats know it. MAGA and Republicans, of course, know it because they recognize it. And what the Democrats and the DOJ are doing is using third world, as I've said before, banana republic tactics to attack their political adversary, their political opponent. We've never seen that before in this country. It's unprecedented. But unfortunately, we've seen it all over the world coming from radical, woke liberals, including, hey, my family witnessed it, right? We're refugees from the former Soviet Union. And this is exactly, exactly how the corrupt law enforcement agencies, the weaponized law enforcement agencies of the Soviet Union, China, North Korea, uh, other tyrannical states, Iraq, all over the country, all over the world, that's how they behave. The weaponizing and targeting of law enforcement against political adversaries is textbook tyrannical and textbook radical, woke, socialist, communist. So where do we go from here? What what are the actions? You know, I saw a video last night that came out. It was a beautiful video, but I think we're past videos. I actually think we're past rallies. I think it's time now for action. I know the Warren Posse wants to get engaged more than ever. You saw Matt Gates and, you know, McCarthy uh, put out these things that, you know, save your documents. But where do we go from here? What, what did, where, where do you, how do you think this plays out? Because this is an outrage. They desecrated one of the most iconic presidential residences in American history. That's what they did. They desecrated it. And they did it on purpose. And they did it to rub MAGA's nose in this. This comes off the great Carrie Lake victory, the Joe Kent. Joe Kent's going to join us in, this, in the second hour. Carrie Lake tonight or this afternoon. Uh, where do we go from here, Boris? I know you're, you're an action, action, action guy. So tell me, where do we go? Steve, here's where we have to go from here. We have got to make sure that as we have we have primaries tonight, we have primaries all through August, and then even into, into September in New Hampshire, we've got to be electing MAGA candidates all across the country. All across the country has got to be all MAGA. And then, as we hope and expect President Trump, when he decides to announce, we have got to ensure that there is absolute and total coalescence, that there's not even a voice in a MAGA primary, you know, Liz Cheney, the loser out of Wyoming, wants to go and, and, and make noise, or Chris Christie, you know, the has-been from 10 years ago, wants to be, let him do it. But MAGA has got to be fully united behind President Donald J. Trump. As if, if we hope and expect decides to run for president, that is who we need. That's the broad shoulders we need in the Oval Office. And frankly, the Democrats are telling us the same exact thing because he's the one they're sing singling out. He's the one they're targeting. He's the one they're petrified of because President Trump brought this country back to greatness. In just four years, he brought it from 
the precipice of a cliff under you know, after Clinton and Bush and Obama. President Trump brought us universal energy dominance, brought us absolute annihilation of our adversaries, brought us strength domestically as strength on the border. And now in just 18 months, look at the way our country's falling apart. We have an anniversary of the Afghanistan debacle coming up. We have got a total disaster on the border. We have an economic stagflation. That's why we need President Trump. The American people know it. And that is who we've got to get behind. There's no two ways about it. And listen, you, here's what I will tell you. Here's what I'll tell the posse. Always signal, not noise. Absolutely expect for this targeting and weaponization of President Trump and MAGA to continue. We've got to stay strong. We cannot back down. Yep. We've got to fight on for our country. Okay, uh, Boris, how do people uh, follow you on, on social media and get your newsletter? Steve, thanks so much. BorisCP.com is the website. BorisCP.com, hot. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Boris. Okay, we're going to go to the ramparts in the second hour. Joe Kent, Mike Davis, Matt Schlapp, Steve Cortez, Dr. Peter Navarro, Russ Vote. Bring in the heat. Where? In the war room. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand americans every year yes heart disease is the number one killer every year year in and year out heart disease builds over time hypertension high blood pressure bad cholesterol diabetes all of it affects our heart a healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older it is never too early to take care of your heart you see heart disease sneaks up on us you can start in your 30s and when this happens you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60 if you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.